Five more minutes. No, we need to record now. Ugh. I guess I'll blare this song to see if that does the trick. Welcome to Frustration Nation, the FN podcast for FN fans of FN sports teams. On this podcast, we explore the heartbreak, horror, and humiliation of what it means to be a diehard fan. I'm your pessimistic host and Detroit fan, Shane Westwood. I'm here with my miserable co-host and Chicago fan, Kyle George. Kyle, what we got going this week? What happens when you take the Confederate flag away from rednecks that like to watch loud cars go in circles? Chaos with its dip in and an ice cold Mountain Dew. This episode, we talk about the Talladega as old as time, NASCAR, and its issues with racism. But Very good. before we get into that, even though it's, it could be probably related to event sesh, we're going to go ahead and get into our real event sesh. Use your aggressive feelings, boy. Let the heat flow through you. All right, so what I'm upset about this episode is that earlier today, so I wear glasses and contacts both kind of same half the time with each. I wear, um, I wear them both I, at the same time. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll wear contacts a lot when I, I go to, obviously, <laughs> yeah, double vision. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll wear contacts a lot when I go to work because you have to wear safety glasses. And so wearing just regular safety glasses instead of the over the glasses kind is just easier. And so I was wearing contacts for work and kind of like mess with my eye a little bit, like rubbing my eye or whatever. And the, somehow I rolled the contact like up on top of my eye and it like went behind the eye a little bit. Uh, so I don't know if you've had that happen before Kyle, since you have contacts, but nor Normally, you can kind of get it out pretty quickly, like reach up and kind of get it back down. But this was stuck for some reason for like an hour. And I just couldn't get it off the top of my eye. Obviously, like it's, it hurts and it's uncomfortable, but also like you can't get anything else done because your vision's so thrown off by just having one contact work. You have like no depth perception or anything. So for like an, for like an hour, I was trying to get this thing to finally go back down. And when it finally did, then it like wouldn't fit right. And so I just had to throw it away. So just the issue I had with my contacts. Normally it's not a problem and they're super nice and convenient. I like them better than my glasses, but yeah, that was one of those times when it's just a pain to deal with. Yeah, I, I exactly, I know that, I know that exact feeling. And yeah, you, it's not even without the depth perception, but it's also like, it's so uncomfortable that you, you can't focus. Because, yep. yeah, it's just the worst feeling. It like feels uncomfortable. And then when you're trying to look at anything, it's uncomfortable because one eye is blurry and one eye is not. Yep. You get a headache. Yeah. Yeah. You get to the point where you're like, I'd rather just have both contacts out. And everything be blurry and at least be f- yep. f- see the same thing in both eyes and be free of the pain. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But yeah, what about you, Kyle? What's your vent sesh this week? Well, my vent sesh is that we just got baseball handed back to us and people are already complaining about the rule changes. I was listening yep. to 670 The Score today and I just heard people like these old boomers coming on being like, oh, you can't have the DH in the NL. Like there's something beautiful about the pitchers batting and stuff like that people being upset about in the 10th inning them doing the runner on second thing where they're going to try to speed up extra inning games and whatnot Mm -hmm. people mad about the pitcher three batter minimum rule like there's all these things people are mad about and listen i get it i actually like i have some feelings about the 10th inning one specifically a little bit that one either yeah a little bit Mm -hmm. about the three batter minimum but when it comes down to it Live sports are about to return, and you're complaining about it. We haven't had sports, like, real sports. I know there's been, like, soccer and UFC, but real sports, 
we haven't had since uh, March, and you're yep. we haven't had any baseball season, and here you're going to complain about the adjustments they've made, and you listeners have heard Shane and I talk on multiple episodes about baseball should take this opportunity to try new things because it's a mm-hmm. weird shortened season anyway. And I applaud them for doing that. And it, maybe it won't work out. Maybe they will. I don't know. But the point is, sh- shut up because you're about to get baseball back and don't ruin it for everybody else. Yep. That's the thing. Like you said, I've exact same thoughts. I personally, like you said, I don't like having a runner on second to start the 10th. But am I going to complain about it? No. Do whatever you want. <laughs> At this point, you can just about do anything to change the sport, and I'm going to be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Even let women play. Uh, let's, not get too car- <laughs> let's not get too carried away. <laughs> I said real sports. That's, That's a five-minute five major, major to, to both, both hosts for unnecessary frustration. On this week's five-minute major, we are talking about the Na- the NASCAR racism that's been going on in this country. It makes it sound the way I said that makes it sound like NASCAR themselves are racist, which is quite the opposite. <laughs> yep. um, but uh, as you listeners may know, NASCAR took a stand and banned the Confederate flag from being displayed at any of their uh, games or events, and. Then really the other th- there's a lot of backlash uh, on one of last week's episodes. Shane uh, called out Ray Cicerelli, who is a NASCAR driver who mm-hmm. quit because of the Confederate flag being banned, and so there's a lot of backlash with that. And then at the same time, um, oh my gosh, what Bubba? What what's his name? Watson? No, that's the golfer. Oh, oh no, shoot, right. Wallace, Bubba Wallace, <laughs> who is. Uh, a half black uh race car driver uh Mm -hmm. he was obviously taking a stand with black lives matter he faced a lot of criticism from a lot of people with that and then just this week getting ready for talladega nights he found a or his team found what appeared to be a noose in his garage Mm -hmm. shane what do you want to expand on that at all yeah so obviously uh, with the assumption of what that was, it's disgusting that that would be there in the garage, understandably upset by that. And we, you mentioned this Kyle too, really impressed by the way NASCAR and all of the drivers stepped up and showed kind of community and the way they came around him and supported him. Uh, Some really cool moments, like when they, all the drivers walked alongside his car and escorted him out from the, like to start the race or from the pit or whatever. Um, So yeah, just some cool stuff that came out of that. Well, the FBI did an investigation and they've concluded that this was not a noose that was constructed like with malicious racist intent, that this was already there like over a year ago and they wouldn't have known this was his garage anyway, you know? So it was more just like a handle that was created to manually pull the door or something like that. That's what a lot of people are are suspecting. Is that concluding or suspecting? there's not really yeah. any evidence that it was used as a handle, um, mm-hmm. as what people are yeah are concluding. Um, but yeah, yeah, we I, don't really know exactly what it was, but it seems like it may not for sure have been a hate crime. Yeah, um, which is good. But news. yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is, <laughs> I anyone who would be disappointed by that needs to think about that. But also, I've seen a lot of people who have then started mocking him and saying. Yeah, well, this was never a crime to begin with and kind of making light of everything that happened or making a joke about it or um, and I mean, my thought on this is more so even if this was something that wasn't done maliciously and just it's it's a very tense time right now with anything that could be seen as questionable or as hateful or negative. And I really respect the way NASCAR did handle that with that assumption in mind and whether it turns out to be that that was the case or not, you still have some really powerful moments that came out of this and support shown for this driver at a time when that, that that's important. So I don't think this takes anything away from the good that we saw come out of NASCAR. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and 
as a as a result of NASCAR having taken the strong stand and banning the Confederate flag and everything, there's I mentioned backlash, and there's been so much backlash of people even like driving up cars or essentially standing in protest surrounding different speedways or other stadiums that they have events at and wearing mm-hmm. or flying Confederate flags or logos. And Losers. then there was even one scenario at Talladega where there was this guy who flew a plane like cir- circling the stadium uh, while flying a Confederate flag tied to the back of his plane. And mm-hmm. Shane, again, you already called out uh, Confederate flag sympathizers in one of your effing <laughs> idiots, uh, but it is just mm-hmm. it is just idiotic. It's what it is. How mm-hmm. I, I can't believe how much like I always kind of got the sense from people in the South, like, oh, this is our you know, yeah, you know, our ancestors were like this or whatever. I never realized like how strongly holding on to that people really are. It's yep. really crazy. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But no, I guess but yeah. To, to kind of conclude this segment, my brother-in-law who's big in NASCAR, he said this is a big step for them to be taking this approach. All right, so our two-minute warning is a Bleacher Report article that came out about possible trades that they could happen with teams that are outside of this new playoff bubble. Uh, So, Kyle, do you want to... Yeah, or yeah, for the NBA. And Kyle, do you want to describe what the Pistons Bulls proposal looked like? Yes, uh, this will make me very happy and Shane less so. Uh, the The suggestion was the Pistons trade Blake Griffin and Derrick Rose to the Bulls for Thaddeus Young and Otto Porter Jr. <sighs> <laughs> I'll take that deal. <laughs> And yeah, so we talked about this. It's uh honestly at face value it's a terrible trade for the page, for the Pistons. <laughs> um right. but honestly, I've talked about this too. The Pistons need to rebuild. They have aging stars, Blake Griffin and uh Derrick Rose. Neither of them will be around by the time this team is actually good enough to compete or do anything meaningful. So I may not like those players that are proposed in the return, but you're basically dumping Blake Griffin's contract, which is a positive at this point if you're a Pistons fan. And it's part of rebuilding. You might not get the players back that you want, but (laughs) that's the position you're in. I would argue the Bulls are maybe one step ahead of the Pistons in the rebuild, just in the fact that you at least have Zach Levine and Laurie Markkinen and Mm -hmm. Kobe White now and Wendell Carter Jr. You kind of have some pieces that you're expecting – to be bigger players, whether they're a starter or a sixth man. Um, you have something to build around. Yeah. yeah. So the thing that still scratch I scratch my head is if they're dumping Griffin's contract, Otto Porter Jr. has a big contract too. I'm sure it's not as big hmm. as Blake's, but it's still, I guess it's probably the justification for trading, swapping them for each other. I guess, yeah. But, but as I don't a Bulls know. fan, not a I'd fan necessarily, but. Yeah, as a <laughs> yeah. Bulls fan, I'd love to have Rose back. All right, so final shot clock, final thoughts. Um, good on you, NASCAR. I've really liked what I've seen from you recently. I'm still not necessarily a fan of the sport, but I'm a fan of how the organization has handled things. Basketball, not much to talk about with either of our teams, so interesting to see some trade possibilities. And whatever we do, I want to see the Pistons start to make some moves. I'm really happy with the way NASCAR's approached everything. I honestly compared to any other league i think they've approached it better than i think anyone would have expected of them and as far as the bleacher reporter article goes it's fun to dream it's fun during this downtime to speculate um i would love d rose back uh but i honestly i think he'll be back on his own at some point anyway nice i do think that That's interesting, yeah. I could see that. Whether Signing a one-year deal as a free agent, maybe, yeah. or something. The Bulls did that with huh. Scottie Pippen, so I wouldn't be yep. surprised if they did that with him. And now it's time for cap or no cap. In this segment, Kyle and I will take turns describing the hat or logo of a minor or independent league or international baseball team from around the world. 
Kyle and I will compete to the first to 10 points. Loser faces a punishment to be determined by the winner and the listeners. The current, the current score is still five to five. So this is another big week. See if one of us can pull away and I'll describe mine first. All right. All right, Kyle, what I'm describing, this isn't the hat. This is just a logo. Okay. So this is a green circle with like a gold trim around it. In the middle of this green logo is a dragon. And this is a red dragon with it. So it's on like on the front of the green circle and its tail kind of wraps around the edge of the circle. This red dragon is flying. Its wings are spread out. It has fire coming from its mouth, but not just fire. He has got like a smile on his face and he's got a cigarette hanging out of the corner of his mouth. So he's got smoke and fire coming out of his mouth like he's a dragon that breathes fire, but really it could just be from the cigarette. So this smoking flying dragon on a like an emerald green background. Kyle, cap or no cap? I was I mean I, I was thinking no cap all the way until the cigarette comment. <laughs> um Man, I really have to think about this because I feel like a lot of it sounds legit. And mm-hmm. the cigarette thing sounds like it could be my hunch is that it's something if, if this is a real hat, my hunch is something it's something that is sticking out of his mouth that's maybe indistinct what it is, and you're describing it as a cigarette. Oh, okay. That's yeah. where I'm at. Um I can't imagine in today's climate there would be a logo even like internationally that would have a cigarette but i i I don't know asian asian countries really love their cigarettes (laughs) and a dragon kind of matches with that this might be going against my better judgment but this just seems it seems very plausible to me so i'm gonna go with no cap that is incorrect i made that up i was going for like an asian dragon something Uh so I got partway, I don't know if you, listeners maybe can tell, maybe after the fact, listening back, I got like partway into this, and so I was just going to completely, I don't have any notes or anything, I was. I wanted to try to do one without anything typed out at all, and I got partway into this, and I had no idea where I wanted to go. <laughs> I did like the circle, and I did a dragon, and I was like, I need to add something more unique, or do something, and I was like almost panicking for a second, because I didn't want to pause and give anything away so the cigarette was just a random thing i threw in there but that was that was pretty good then (laughs) all right so yeah you stay at five points and it's your turn to describe all right yeah i keep forgetting with points with this so you only get points if you get it correct if you guess it correctly on the other person's when the other person's describing yeah so fooling the other person doesn't give you one Arguably, like, fooling the other person is almost harder than. Yeah, right. Like, like yeah, because we've been doing it that way so f- the whole way, but we could have the whole time done it the other it. way. Like, yeah. if you if I guess correctly, it just stops you from getting a point. Or yeah. if we ever in the future wanted to change, like, if we Do wanted to get to ten points game quicker, it could just be like whoever wins that matchup gets a point. So like. You fooled me just now, so you would get the point. But if I got it right, I would get the point. So that way somebody gets a point on everyone. Yeah, that makes sense. Just a thought. At some point, if we're still tied after this or something, or if we need to speed it up in future episodes, we could say on this episode it's like a bonus, like some kind of round or whatever where both somebody will score on each question. You know, that could be something we do next time or something. All right. So I'm going to just try. Wow. Let me talk clearly. Cap. To start, <laughs> so I'm going to describe to you a logo here. Okay. So uh, this logo is something I I can't make it out exactly. I think it's a purple grape of some sort, and this purple grape has is like biting its lip kind of seductively, and it has like some cynical looking eyebrows. Uh, so it's like like kind of like a mad but seductive like you just got into a fight but you're like doing makeup sex kind of deal hot (laughs) (laughs) if that makes sense yeah 
This grape strangely has arms, and it also has like dirt on its face of some sort. I can't make that out either. Uh, but this grape's arms, it has it's wearing batting gloves, uh, even though everyone knows that grapes don't play baseball. And it's holding a baseball bat behind its back, resting the weight of it on its butt. The barrel of this bat is super wide, almost like a t-ball bat. Uh, then this grapes bat then has a vine of grapes wrapped around it with grapes hanging from the vine and more grapes falling off. That's a lot of grapes. Jeez. <laughs> Lastly, the grape is wearing a white hat and its stem is sticking out the top with a crazy squiggly hairs sticking out, kind of like the unkempt hair of an elderly man with a comb over. <laughs> so, so Shane, cap or no cap? Jeez, there's a lot going on in this hat. Yes. And I feel like it's too much. I'm going to say cap. I feel like it's a little too descriptive. I feel like a logo might be a little simpler, but that's just my first reaction. Cap. This is real. Oh, no. Okay, I need to see this. Okay, you got it right here. Yeah. Lake Erie. So this is Michigan probably, right? I'm not sure. I didn't look that closely. I just found it. Wow, that is there is a lot going on in this look. <laughs> I know and everything you said is true. It's, when you started talking about the grapes around the bat and then grapes falling off, I was like, "How could you even fit all this on a logo?" <laughs> That's a lot of grapes. Yeah. Wow. I, yeah, and that is a good logo. <laughs> Lake Erie Crushers. Let me see. So there, Do you have I, any I info can tell you them? there. I don't know exactly about. So, uh, well, let me just look it up. They're an independent league. They're not a minor league team. Oh. Okay. They're based in Avon, Ohio, apparently. Lake Erie doesn't even touch Ohio, does it? It does. Does it? Okay. It's uh, not great. Isn't the Erie Canal in Ohio? Oh, maybe it is for something like that. They are currently a member of the Can-Am division of the Frontier League, an independent baseball league which is not affiliated with Major League Baseball. Hmm. Yeah. So, by the way, I don't know if I said the name, but this is the Lake Erie Crushers. And they like crushing grapes. I yeah, I, I I'm guessing in Avon, Ohio, there's like a lot of vineyards. That would make sense. Maybe crushing grapes. That's I mean, what, the logo's still weird, but yeah, the logo's very strange. Um, huh. the thing I can't get over on this logo, and listeners, if you want to see it, it'll be up on our social media page, I'm sure, at some point. I, what I can't get mm -hmm. over is. These like weird squiggly lines coming out the the top of his hat, because yeah, I don't know what that's supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, is that the vine that snapped off? Because I would have thought that would have been the mm -hmm. little stem sticking out. Like I don't get what that is at all. I was very confused by There's that. There's just too much happening on this logo, the and that's why I was confused too. Because you said he's wearing batting gloves, his hat. The, yeah. this just, it was like that seemed like too much to be on a logo, and you looking at it now, it is. <laughs> <laughs> The one part where I exaggerated wow. a little bit is I said the weight of the bat is on its butt. And I only said that because <laughs> it's not on its shoulder because he doesn't really have shoulders. Grapes don't really have shoulders. It's like their whole body. I mean, is grapes don't have butt. arms or eyes yeah, this or, or, or <laughs> teeth or anything on this logo. Basically, grapes don't have <laughs> hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a strange one. Good find. I've never seen this before. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, that puts you in the lead in this segment, too. So Wait, you're up but six you, to five. But I thought we just said it's if you get it right. And I just fooled you. You're right. So I just didn't get a point. All right. So let me say that again correctly. <laughs> so once again, we continue to stay at five to five. I think that's a couple times now we've just fooled each other. Well, Shane, should we do some FN hypotheticals? Sure. All right, listeners. So say hypothetically we were to have a segment about hypotheticals. In this hypothetical, hypothetical segment, we will hypothetically ask each other hypothetical questions. This could hypothetically range from any sports topic, but also hypothetically include would-you-rathers, amongst other hypothetical questions. 
Again, this is strictly hypothetical. So, Shane, do you want to ask me a hypothetical question? Do you want to hypothetically ask me a hypothetical question? Do you want to hypothetically, hypothetically ask me a hypothetical question, hypothetically? Maybe. <laughs> All right. That one, there was that one where you asked me that and I said no. You and just then you were like, no. well, this has been another second. <laughs> It would have been funny if we would have done that and, and like had uh, plenty of other stuff and just actually ended the segment there. <laughs> that would have almost been funnier. <laughs> Maybe sometime we'll just do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Kyle, what is the sexiest position an athlete can play and why? This is an easy answer for me. And maybe I'll be stealing your answer, but... This might be what I think, but... Because it was easy for me, too. <laughs> it's a tight end. Absolutely it is. <laughs> Kyle, why is a tight end the sexiest <laughs> position an athlete can play? Well, I don't know uh, for our listeners. I don't know if you guys are boobs or butt guys, but <laughs> that might play into a little bit of... Um, I, I don't know where I'm going with this, but in any case, <laughs> the tight end is a tight toit end, and uh, I don't know. There's... I think it's Nothing all in, better. Yeah, it's all in the name. It's it's yep. self-explanatory. Um, some of the sexiest athletes have been tight ends. That's definitely not true, but I'm just <laughs> I'm trying to make conversation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like you said, I think it's self-explanatory. <laughs> There's a reason it was the number one answer for both of us without talking about it beforehand. Uh, clear answer for me. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, I'm not even sure, like, what would be the second sexiest um, position. I didn't even give it any thought because I immediately knew the answer. <laughs> yeah, me either. Um, I mean, kind of relating with butts still, it could be the wide receiver. Yeah. Especially if you're into... I thought you were just going to like leave that implied and nope, you just said it. <laughs> oh man. Well, I had to answer what it's what the wide butt is receiving. So <laughs> I'd be clear. Well, that's what we're frustrated about today. <laughs> We've just been demonetized. <laughs> if we were ever monetized. <laughs> <laughs> or or it'd be like oh. or it'd be like this episode is brought to you by like uh like lovers lane or <laughs> right <laughs> we're f- just fully going to an adult podcast now <laughs> um, no i can't even okay we can cut this part out but my other thought was pitcher and catcher and some variety <laughs> I couldn't think of <laughs> what that I couldn't I yeah, I never even thought of what another one would be because I already knew like what I was gonna pick, so or even was like maybe a center because they're like bent over. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. Uh yeah, I just thought of another option. Another option would be okay. third base. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's further I mean, than first that and is second pretty, and that is pretty far, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So you're you're probably at least making some contact there yeah 90 feet from a home run or is it 90 yeah yep Hmm. yep more like 90 seconds from a (laughs) (laughs) you're most of the way there yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) oh man well this has been an awkward question but we'll go ahead and move on (laughs) Yeah, you have more. I ruined it when I said the wide receiver thing. That they <laughs> it was really, it was funny. Do you, are we going to keep that in, or is that I not? I don't know. I, feel like I don't know might. if we can. <laughs> this is your episode to edit, so you can decide because you're the one who said it. <laughs> it I don't think I'm going to leave it in. <laughs> it's really yeah, it's, funny. It is funny though, <laughs> especially you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the thing I was, the thing I was reading recently about the explicit uh, insignia, oh yeah, is that the it's for or language or adult content. Which yeah, I think if you're yeah, and depends it's on one like, thing what to make penis make jokes, but like when that's pretty like forward. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean like 
and you can probably be like suggestive or make like funny jokes, but to like straight up say the name, the word. Yeah, of it I might just take like, that part out. Yeah, like you could leave wide receiver probably, and like if it's more implied, you're probably fine. And I just I put think. yeah, and I just put the word at the end of the episode, <laughs> just by itself. Yeah. <laughs> or you could put that together with something else, like <laughs> just add that at the end, especially if you're in like something like <laughs> like I'm really happy baseball's back, especially if you're <laughs> just like onto something that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Oh, I like that suggestion. <laughs> um, especially if you're in... I might, I might just put, especially if you're into them, bleep. <laughs> just to be safe. But Yeah, you could do that. and then we Because then, it's like... It's still funny. And they might not even know what word you said, which makes it almost funnier. Well, even if they did, uh, I bleeped it, so... Right, and even if they... But if they didn't, especially if you're into it and just bleep, like, <laughs> what, are you, what are they into, you know? Yeah, either way, whatever way you want to do it, that is fine with me. All but right. yeah, that's funny. All right, the next okay. question for our hypotheticals is, if you started your own team of any sport, what would it be? What league would they be in? A, what would their team name be? Colors, stadium location, the whole shebang. Hmm. Spanking of shebangs. <laughs> no, I'm just... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... uh. Okay, so with this one, I guess, as I try to think of my answer, part of it's influenced by games I've played, like, you know, playing Dynasty mode on, like, college football or Madden or something like that. College football, when I would play, like, NCAA for PlayStation 2, uh, it would let you create your own team. So you wouldn't pick an existing one. You could completely create one from scratch. And this was, like, my favorite game mode to play. So with this hypothetical, I guess... Part of that, my answer is influenced by games I played, like uh, do, being able to do dynasty mode on stuff like Madden. You, you normally have to pick a pre-established team, but there was a college football game I played, I think for PlayStation 2, where you could completely create a new team. And cool. you could pick which division you're in, team colors, like what your question is, basically. And I would always like to do like somewhere in the desert, like Arizona or something like that, and just be like some community college with like crazy uniforms, like the Sharks or something that doesn't make any sense. Kind of how San Jose Sharks doesn't make any sense. Like just some just weird rant, like the unicorns. I don't know. I would just always mess around, just do something funny. So I'd probably do that. Or I've always thought it'd be cool to own an NBA team for Mm -hmm. some reason. Um, So I don't know what division I'd be in for NBA, but it's just always seemed cool to own a team. So, I don't know. Whatever it would be, though, I know I'd want it to be, like, a funny name. Like, something unique and, uh, yeah, something that just was kind of, like, ridiculous. <laughs> right. Huh. Do you have a specific one already, or? No, I, you know, like, I've played different modes like you're referring to. Uh, not as, maybe not as thoroughly as you might have, but, um, mm. <laughs> I never had enough memory card space on my GameCube to. <laughs> memory card space is always a problem. Yeah. Even for a PlayStation, like you can have one Dynasty team, and it takes up like a whole memory card. Yeah. So. Um. But for me, um, I don't know. I mean, my first thought went to what league would it be, and it'd be XFL, just because. But really, oh, yeah. I would like. I would almost like a G League NBA team. I don't know. Hmm. There's there's something about NBA that's just. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people just like it and gravitate towards it. And there's honestly, from a business standpoint, there's so much good branding with NBA. Like NBA is mm-hmm. probably the best marketed sport in North America. As far as like partner sponsorships yeah. and stuff like with Nike and Gatorade and yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah. I mean, a lot of that's probably due to Michael Jordan, but in any case, yeah. um, so if I had to start my, own team so i already said g league um the gatorade league as you brought up one time team name um i i think it'd be funny to have the team name be something that's excuse me like the team name of wow i'm burping all over the place um (laughs) i think it'd be funny to have the team name be the team name of a sport of a team in a different sport that 
that name is clearly associated with that team. Does that make sense? Or that so not like Tigers, where there's multiple across lots of sports, but like the Red Wings, like <laughs> yeah, like where there's only one. Yeah, in as far as all the major sports, you know, yeah, yeah. something like that. The Browns, <laughs> yeah, as like a yeah a G League team or something, huh? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly, something like that. I don't know. That could be funny, or yeah. just again, just be stupid because. I like to be stupid with things like that. I'd have a team that's like located in like I don't know, like Des Moines, Iowa, and <laughs> Iowa was the first thing I thought of when you <laughs> st- were picking a random place. And their name is like something really long and absurd, and also British, <laughs> like the Des Moines Oxfordshire. <laughs> like I don't even Oxfordshire yeah, yeah, yeah. Hogs or something. <laughs> like <laughs> i like it and their logos would something just be, that clearly doesn't fit iowa yeah you know? their uniforms would just be red coats <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty cool it's a little on the nose but <laughs> <laughs> oh man nice i like it all right uh so the next the final question for f and hypotheticals today is who can chuck more wood a wood chuck or the child of Carrie Wood and Chuck Norris. <sighs> this is a tough one. Um, I mean, to know this, first you'd have to know how much wood a woodchuck could chuck, which I don't know if anyone could knows the answer chuck to this. Wood? Uh, if they could, how much could they chuck? I don't know. That's the question. Um, but I've never met the child of Chuck Norris and Carrie Wood. Uh, I'm sure they're a nice person. But frankly, I don't have much confidence in their woodchucking abilities either. Um, so I don't know. Uh, I'm going to put my faith in the woodchuck, um, because this is something that there's a long history of being able to chuck wood, regardless of what that amount is. Um, I kind of feel like putting my faith in just one kid. Um, you could let me down, maybe just not as, uh, you don't know what you're getting with him as much. So, uh, I'm going to go with the actual woodchuck. What about you? For me, it's definitely the kid. Um, I feel this hmm. kid. Uh, this kid could end up being like the Anakin of the situation. They're the chosen one, um, hmm. and well, they wouldn't be Anakin because Anakin was—he only had one parent. Anyway, um, <laughs> 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 but uh, I mean. Chuck Norris, first of all, we know he basically is impervious to everything and is better than everybody at everything. Um, True. And Kerry Woods had 20 strikeouts in the game, so he chucks he, he chucks his wood pretty well. And I think, therefore, that the child of Kerry Wood and Chuck Norris would be able to chuck more wood more powerfully than a wood chuck. It's definitely an interesting possibility. Uh, the, the, the potential's there. I just, yeah, don't know where you're going to get out of it. So that's a bold pick. Maybe we'll find out in real life someday. I hope. That was a great segment of hype, FN Hypotheticals. Which brings up our next segment, which we just debuted last week which is sports acronyms Kyle you know how things stand for things I do well in this well in this segment we pick people from sports and give them an acronym based on their name that truly explains who they are as always we will analyze for your enjoyment especially if <laughs> As always, we will analyze for your enjoyment. So, Kyle, RSG, that is ready, set, go. All right. So, my first acronym is always nutting in a lady. (laughs) Very nice. Very classy. This has been another segment of sports acronyms. (laughs) Not at all related to sports. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. My first one I have for you is Joakim Noah. 
And mm. what his name stands for, what his acronym stands for is just an oversized angry kid in a man with the nastiest of all hairdos. Hmm. Oh. So what do you mean by angry kid in a man? You've been like... Thanks, Kyle. Because <laughs> uh, he he has, like, the passion of, like, a, a little kid. Like, he gets, mm. like, so mm-hmm. into the sport. Some of his, like, taunts and things he does seem very kid-like. Like, he had this thing where he would, like, pull out guns, do, like, double guns, blaze, and then put them back <laughs> in their holster. It's kind of right. funny, but it's kind of kiddish. And then... Just, like, childish yeah. kind of personality. And then if you've yeah. seen the way he shoots free throws... He looks like a four-year-old that you're trying to teach basketball to that's never shot before. And I mean, as that's someone not- who's coached like rec league for <laughs> yeah. like weekend kids stuff, yeah, that's I've seen that <laughs> form before. <laughs> so, uh, but he's seven foot or he's six eleven, I think. So that's why he's yeah. an angry kid in a man's body because he's just and he's angry because of his passion, basically. Just fiery kind of yeah. and nastiest of all hairdos I think explains itself for sure yeah that's that's <laughs> good observation all right I like it well my first sports acronym is Tom Brady and that stands for Tampa owes money mm, Belichick advises deflating your balls and I guess there's no B at the end of Tom Brady but I had to <laughs> to make that work so Tom Brady your balls is one one word. <laughs> yeah, deflating your balls. <laughs> All right, Kyle. Next sports uh, acronym. The next one I have is also NFL related. This acronym is John Madden. And well, here's what it stands for: Journey over his nonsense on Mondays and dangle Doritos to excite this nincompoop. <laughs> And if you want my analysis, basically my brain went to the fact that a lot of what he says is stating the obvious, mm-hmm. which is why it's nonsense, and it's on Mondays because he was on Monday Night Football. And then I just thought about the fact of how fat he is, and so I did dangle Doritos to excite this nincompoop. It has nothing to do with <laughs> football or if I even know he likes Doritos or not, but based on his body type, you would assume he does like Doritos. <laughs> yeah, good analysis. And I know from my own, uh, ex- my own body type. <laughs> I mean that would work on for me. I <laughs> enjoy Doritos too. So, yeah. Um, and then flavor? our final. Oh, that's a good question. Okay, actually, my favorite Dorito flavor is the sweet spicy chili. It's oh, like in the purple bag. Favorite. Really, you don't like it? No, not at all. I mean, it's so different from the other Doritos. I wouldn't want to just have. I, I guess it's not the kind of thing I would eat with like another like a sandwich or something. But just by itself, I like the that flavor a lot to me i don't know what it is with the sweet spicy chili doritos there's something about that flavor that's on there that it take it makes the chip taste stale to me Hmm. and i don't know why but my go-to is spicy nacho that's a good one too it's kind of underrated because it's similar to the nacho cheese yeah but yeah i think it's a an improvement on the nacho cheese. Yeah. That's a good one. Cool. All right. So what's our last uh, acronym? Our last acronym kind of continuing with an earlier topic is NASCAR. And that stands for not actual sport, but clearly anti-racist. Hmm. So again, I guess by that, I just mean I'm probably not going to be watching any NASCAR races anytime soon, <laughs> but I respect the fact that they've come out and taken the stand they have. That's a good point. And that's very true. All right, Kyle. So on that note of NASCAR doing good things, I think it's time we find the silver lining. positive or uplifting to share or are you just a human black hole void of any emotion other than so my silver lining and this has kind of been overlooked uh not just nationally but even within detroit sports media but the pistons have a new gm 
Troy Weaver, and uh, he was formerly from the Oklahoma City Thunder. And I think part of the reason it's kind of being overlooked or maybe not getting as much attention as it seems like it deserves is just because with uh, Martha Ford stepping down for the Lions, kind of taking the headlines, and then just other stuff going on in the world of sports with NASCAR, like we talked about, NBA coming back. back. Yeah, it's kind of just been lost in the shuffle maybe a little bit, at least nationally. Uh, Everything I've seen, though, from Detroit media that has talked about this has been fairly positive. Um, My first thought was, great, we got a GM from (laughs) the team. Basically, we got the GM responsible for breaking up one of the most dominant potential big threes with James Harden, uh, Russell Westbrook, and uh, I'm just blanking on his name, but oh, Kevin Durant. So, but I mean, there's obviously reasons why that happened. The players kind of wanted out too. Uh, but my first thought was, I mean, I don't know how good of a GM he is coming from Oklahoma City, but overall, it seems like the respect for him is pretty high across the league. And I mean, it can't be any worse than honestly what we've had in our front office. So, so there was, I, I know a little bit about this just because the Bulls, when they were looking for their new GM, they had been kind of courting or maybe no this was was this for the gm or assistant or the vice president based basketball operations i can't remember i think it was for the vice president of basketball operations but they were courting sam presti who is the thunder's gm okay and i don't know why i think the thunder did not allow the bulls to interview presti but basically oh sam presti is held in very high regard around the league and so Mm. When you consider that you're getting one of the people that have worked with Sam Presti, mm-hmm. probably as an assist, assistant GM or whatever, that's probably he was re- the Troy Weaver. He was the uh, the former vice president of basketball operations. Oh, really? Yeah. So that's so, interesting. But some, like you said, someone who's worked with him, yeah. uh, or I don't know even if that's over him. But I think it would be. But peer. so does that mean he's taking a yeah. step down for this position? I. Yeah, I'm not sure. It or seems weird if so. Is, but. is he being hired as the vice president of basketball operations and GM? Because some people are given both titles. Um, As far as I've heard, the Pistons don't have someone who's referred to as the vice president of operations. So this okay. might just be like a two-in-one role. Um, yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's interesting because yeah. the Pistons, based on the lottery, have a possible top five pick. Uh, in the draft, we have a bunch of cap space. I think we got like thirty or thirty-five million in cap space. So I mean, if you're going to hire a new GM, wait, he's kind of coming into a situation where he can do some work. So wait, you you said your the Pistons have a top five pick. Did I? Did they do the lottery already? No, they. Ha- I'm just saying potentially. Like oh. I think that's the best you could be is like fifth, maybe. But I got you. Um, but I mean, you could wherever you're at potentially yeah the front half of the draft a lot of cap space even though we have the same owner who i can't stand tom goris uh if you're going to get a new gm kind of now's the point early on when you're starting the rebuild when it's the right time to do that so uh i don't know much about him personally but i think yeah it's overall with between that the lions with martha ford stepping down uh tigers just had a good draft it looks like Maybe some of my teams that are all rebuilding at the same time might be taking steps in the right direction. So uh, that's my positive. And Sweet. speaking of the Tigers, that's actually my silver lining is because with baseball coming back now, they have a new alignment to try to accommodate teams tra- like traveling the least amount possible. And so we, I think we mentioned this on an earlier episode, but the plan now is they're going to have um, – basically nl and al teams play each other within the corresponding divisions and what i mean by that is Mm -hmm. the al east and the nl east will play each other the nl central al central play each other and the nl west al west play each other um the goal from what i understand is still to be primarily uh within the league so like the tigers will still primarily play series against teams from the al central and the cubs will still primarily play teams from the nl central um Mm -hmm. but they're supposed i I don't remember exactly how the numbers worked out but it was something where they're playing like they're still playing multiple series 
against each other in an interleague fashion. And, and is that the only other teams we play against? Does that mean neither of us play any games against the East and West? Correct. Okay. And that's just to limit exposures and stuff, yeah. right? So the okay. only the cool. only teams that our teams will be playing will be so there's the Tigers and the Cubs, and then there's the White Sox and the Royals and the Twins and the Indians and the Roy I almost said the Royals again. And the You said Twins, Indians, Royals, White, White Sox. Sox, Tigers. Okay. And then mm-hmm. and then Cardinals, Pirates, Brewers, Reds. Hmm. So I'm excited, man. Yeah, I'm very ex- and so I'm excited. At, not like the Cubs and Tigers had this great rivalry, but I'm just excited, obviously, for Shane and I and this podcast. Mm-hmm. It's honestly a very unique uh, opportunity for our podcast to have some Cubs Tigers content because you rarely ever get it otherwise. So yep. hopefully, when the baseball season starts and those games get off off the ground, hopefully we'll have some interesting takes or ideas on. I don't know. It's just it's just an opportunity I didn't didn't expect when we started this podcast, and I'm excited for it. And there's lots of cool things, even though it is AL and NL. There's a lot of separation there with these all being teams from kind of the same region. Yeah. Uh, there's some other interesting crossover, like you're going to get White Sox Cubs a lot more. Yep. Um, personally, I not as much as you, but I don't like the the Cardinals either partly because that was the soup uh, the World Series we lost to them first right. but since I was a fan um and I've always kind of liked the Pirates so it'll be cool to play them more often some a lot of our players we have right now actually were former Pirates and so there's been some crossover recently so I mean not even just Cubs Tigers which I think is my favorite takeaway obviously but there's lots of other fun matchups that we just don't get to see that often yeah. so yeah I'm excited for it yeah no it'll be very interesting to see how it all works out but i if i'm i think when i looked at the schedule and again i don't remember how it works out and they haven't like released the official schedule but they're playing 60 games and it was something like like two-thirds of the games are played in division and then the other Mm. third is played interleague so that would be 40 games you're gonna play teams within your own division and then get a few series against each of them yeah and then 20 games you'll play teams in the other division Well, to be honest, that's what we're excited about today. What about you? Uh, you can share your frustrations with us or about us at Real FM Podcast on social media or nationoffrustration at gmail.com or go voice your frustrations and leave us a review. And if you're frustrated that this episode is over because you want to hear more, be sure to look for new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday everywhere you can get podcasts and be sure to subscribe. If you get as frustrated as we do or you just enjoy hearing us gab, consider supporting the show on Patreon for a monthly subscription or Venmo tip jar for a one-time donation. Every little bit helps. Even $1, also known as the number D. Rose wears when he returns to the Bulls, makes a big difference for us. We appreciate the support. Now get out there and frustrate the hate. Especially if you're into anal.